following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We are back live across Michigan, hour number three. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer, like a lot of Michigan State and Ohio State and Purdue and Rutgers fans. He's very quiet. On the Harbaugh front, is tomorrow H-Day? Will the Big Ten suspend him? David Gregory is a lawyer, also an NFL PA certified agent with Bull Rush. Sports are based in West Michigan. They got Jake Witt out of Northern Michigan, drafted and signed, and still with uh, the Indianapolis Colts in the National Football League. He said last hour that he thinks Tony Petiti, the Big Ten commissioner, will have to show strength and do something. So you were talking at the end of the last segment where we had a conversation and if you want the smart power play, if I'm Tony Petiti, I'd do a one-game suspension. Because now you're Michigan. Are you going to line up, go knock on a, a, a judge's courtroom door for a one-game suspension saying that we want to coach tomorrow and then try and get that one-game suspension delayed until Maryland? Or do you just take the one game and be done with this until the NCAA uh, gets done with their investigation, but with the way... Next year. <laughs> well, but you never know. Here, Here's my point about trusting people right now, how fast the Big Ten moved on this. What if the NCAA... But you have the 90 days per their uh, bylaws, yeah, right? There's a notice, formal notice of allegation, then there's 90 days. Yeah, to it's, respond, it, It's right? in the next year. It's in the next year with the NCAA. So, but period. if they do one game... Think about this, and they won't lose Harbaugh for the Ohio State... Fox officials want those two guys, Day and Harbaugh, because this will be the most anticipated Ohio State, you know, Michigan game ever at the big house. But if you did the one game, knowing that you may go to court and just, uh, you know, lose it, or you could win it for one game, he's either coaching against Maryland or not coaching, and you defer the rest of this to the NCAA if I'm the Big Ten. That's what I would do. I'm, but I'm not privy to whatever it is they've seen. That's the only caveat. Did I they have to, to show, and I know you're not a Michigan lawyer, University of Michigan lawyer. Yep. Did they, in their formal, uh, this is why we're going to do punishment, did they have to show University of Michigan leadership, this is why we're set to punish Jim Harbaugh? They do have to give them um, a notice. Um, they do have to explain basically what they have, but the language is is very broad and fairly. It could to say some lack extent. on control over one of your staffers, right? It could yes, but 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 nothing's been proven yet against Connor Stallions and 
Ross Dellinger from Yahoo.com on Monday said, his NCAA source said there was no evidential connection, if that's even a word, it sounds pretty formal, that there was no evidence linking Harbaugh to Connor Stallions as of yet. That was last Monday. Right, but by NCAA bylaws, uh, the coach is responsible under a strict liability theory for the actions of uh, you know anybody that reports to him. So that's interesting. Are those bylaws there for Big Ten coaches as well underneath their bylaws? That I would have to look at. Right, but but the punishment is just based on the sportsmanship rules, what they're holding on to. This has nothing to do with illegal scouting or sign stealing. Well. They're saying that the, the, the scouting and sign-stealing operation, such as it exists, they're going on a theory that it violates. But if it hasn't been investigated yet to who is connected and to what extent... Well, presumably the NCAA has given them some materials, and they can consider, they can consider evidence from any source. That's what the language says in the Big Ten bylaws. Look, if they operate under the sportsmanship clause, they can do pretty much what they want within reason. And I think they would prevail in court. The problem being, you got this Rule 32 thing out there saying, well, if it's an NCAA initiated process, uh, you're supposed to you can you can impose additional uh, penalties, but but after the NCAA acts. So what about this scenario? If they came as surprises tomorrow, and they said due to new information connected to sportsmanship across the Big Ten conference, we are not going to punish. Uh, a single school at this time, we will let the NCAA investigation uh, finish, and then we will decide whether we want to act on Rule 32 in the future. That would be the way to protect the conference. Yeah, that's an option, and I think they could say because it. you end the story, you end the story until the NCAA investigation is done. But and they could also say, and we're going to do a, a thorough investigation on all advanced scouting practices and science. And so they send a message. Did you report? They send a message to all the schools, including Michigan, Ohio State, Rutgers, uh, Purdue, any other school uh, in question, and that's it. But you know, the, here's the thing: at, at least until the NCAA me, investigation for, is but, done. But to me, as a practical matter, it's in for a dime, in for a dollar. <laughs> you kind of got bullied into doing this, and you need to do something. Uh, because you look, if you look weak coming and going, I mean, you're done. Yeah, but right. when he sent out the notice on Monday, David, you didn't have the report that there's no connection, the NCAA is saying, of Harbaugh to Connor Stallions. You didn't have the Rutgers, uh, Purdue, Ohio State, evil triangle before the Big Ten championship game. You didn't have any of that. But what other schools did or did not do does not matter in terms of this proceeding against the University of Michigan. And that's what's been reported by some of the national writers saying that uh, the other things uh, that the Big Ten has learned of have no bearing on the punishment, if any, for Harbaugh, right? Right. I mean, it says uh, the, the, the commissioner has exclusive authority to determine whether an offensive action has occurred uh, under the sportsmanship policy as they define it. Uh, the commissioner may consider any evidence that he or she deems relevant. And he has full authority to issue a penalty within certain parameters, period. And if it if it's a standard penalty as defined, there's no appeals process, at least internally. And did this come from Joseph Stalin's uh, communist doctrine? <laughs> His manifesto? No, it's it, it's the Big Ten bylaws rule 10 oh as God. amended in 22. Well, they might amend it again. 
Uh, they might seriously amend the, the power of the commission. Well, we got to get rid of this rule at the NCAA level, and they're going to. And they're going to go to, uh, you know, in-helmet communications. Well, they're starting that for the bowl games and for uh, the college football playoff, the in-helmet communication. Oh, that's been announced? I yeah, guess I missed that. Yeah, they announced that earlier. Oh, okay. Well, the, there you today. go. <laughs> there you go. So they're already moving that. They see what's coming here. They don't, not, they don't want this allegations of cheating sneaking in to college football playoff games. Because the whole topic of stealing signs and sending your buddies to film things and then teams getting together, it's a bad look. My gosh. So then why wouldn't and the Big Ten shut it down then? Why, why let this go to the suspension phase and uh, court injunctions or preliminary hearings? Why let it go there? Because they've come this far. I, I mean, they got, again, bullied into it. Now they're going to get bullied out of it. I, I don't know. I, I think one game. Give them one game. Give them one game. Wash your hands of it. Investigate the other things. Have a blue ribbon committee that uh, investigates all this, issues a report, and advocate for you know permanently getting rid of the rule and allowing in helmet communication. And the report comes out next June when nobody's thinking about anything connected. Of course, that's, Big Ten a, football. that's when all good reports come out when nobody's no one nobody's paying attention. Yeah, let's go to Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com, along with Clayton Safey, Chris Ballas, the Wolverine.com team is following the story and. Uh, Anthony, what's the latest uh, you're hearing out of Ann Arbor? Kind of a quiet day, honestly. Uh, for the first time in a while, um, I think that a lot of that has to do with the fact that it is the calm before the storm. It seems like any sort of Big Ten decision is going to come down, I believe, at some point tomorrow. Uh, of course, we, with what we know right now, we think that anything the Big Ten hands down, uh, Michigan would probably go right to court and, and get an injunction for one of those temporary restraining orders. But yeah, it's uh, right now it feels like the calm before the storm um, and starting to kind of cut it close. You know, there's a game on Saturday in, you know, Michigan doesn't really know what's going on, but there's a lot of people that are, are you know, making sure all boats are still sailing in the right direction. Everyone's still on the same page for the most part. So we'll see where it goes, but that's, that's where things are at today. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Roastumberg Coffee Guest Line. Off of everything you've heard, read, uh, what is fact, what is fiction, what do you think the Big Ten ends up doing? I kind of think they're going to wind up going through with this thing, uh, whether it is you know a, a two-game suspension or uh, you know a multiple or an indefinite suspension. Um, you know, at this point, I, I feel like. You know, I've made the point for a few days now that I think everyone involved needs to take take a step back and take a deep breath. But from a Big Ten perspective, it does kind of feel like the toothpaste is out of the tube, so to speak. Um, you know, Tony Petiti has taken this far enough to where now if you don't act, you're going to have 13 member schools. The other 13 schools are going to be up in arms. But if you do act, you're going to have arguably – you know, your, your conference's most prominent brand declaring an all-out war on the conference and, and exploring its options in terms of, you know, legal action that might be taken and taking it to the mattresses, as Chris Ballas would say. So it's that, that's where things are heading right now, um, you know, with what's been out there the last few days about. And again, I will reiterate. Just because another school may have done something illicit or schools conspire to do something potentially illicit does not exonerate Michigan at all. It doesn't change what they're accused of. 
but it points to you know r- really what it is. It's a, it's a much larger issue of what this conference is dealing with right now. Um, it doesn't seem like there is a lot of leadership at the top at the moment. Um, and I, and I understand, like, I guess I under, I really do understand Tony Petiti's predicament, but, um, you know, I think there's a bit of a prisoner of the moment mentality that kind of put him in this corner that we find the big 10 in right now. Anthony Broom for the Wolverine.com. One of our Michigan insiders, along with Clayton Safey, Chris Ballas, you can follow this story and, Will it be tomorrow? Will it be on Friday if the Big Ten does anything? David Gregory is a lawyer, NFLPA certified agent, joining us in studio, Anthony. So the indefinite suspension for Petiti, the Big Ten commissioner, to do that, he would have had to meet with his executive council? It's called the JGEC, okay. Joint Group Executive Committee. All right. If he goes beyond two games... The JGEC has to approve it, um, and they can. Uh, the J, th- this body may only approve, deny, or lessen the proposed penalty. They sh- they cannot increase it. They can approve, deny, or lessen the proposed penalty if he goes over a two game suspension. So if he goes, so if he said indefinite, he can't do that, right? He can do it, but that's a major that's a major penalty. And this internal Big Ten body, which I don't know who serves on it, but presumably it's the JGEC. We all know that the, they used to the serve Joint on Group it. Executive Committee. If he goes beyond two games, the JGEC has to sign off on it, or they can approve, deny, or lessen. They can't give more. So basically, two games a two game max. The commissioner can give two game max and nobody else can say anything about it other than the courts. So, but if he wants indefinite suspension, the JGEC can approve that? They can approve it, they can deny it, or they can lessen it. They, wow. can't, they can't increase it, although how, how do you increase an indefinite? indefinite. Wow. Let's it, say, okay, if it was uh, four games, they can't say, the JGEC can't say indefinite. They can't go higher. So he could meet with them at any time. There's no protocol or public forum on this, right? I assume. Yeah, I'm sure they could have met. They're not a public body. If he's coming in for the indefinite suspension, they already could have already met. Well, presumably. uh, Well, presumably he hasn't issued his formal decision yet. The Big Ten bunker is just uh, north of downtown Chicago. It's a secret, like NORAD bunker. And I have a hard time believing they're going to go to indefinite suspension. Uh, and nor would I recommend it, but maybe. You know, I, I will say this, Anthony. It's really awesome having an attorney to my right in studio when talking about this. It is really, and a sports agent, so he gets a sports world NFLPA certified agent. Well, Anthony, get ready tomorrow. You, Ballas, and Savey had a quiet day. Uh, tomorrow could be historic, to say the least. It's going to be something. I don't know. That, that's the only word I can come up to describe what, what might go down. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I This really covering the spectrum, guys, is that it could be the Big Ten saying, hey, with the recent uh, allegations of sportsmanship, we're going to review everything. No school will be punished. It could be the hammer for Harbaugh. But the one thing the Big Ten uh, that all of us would agree on, what they're doing is only hurting their own conference right now. It is. It is that every day you're in, you you look like you're rudderless on so many different levels it with was, these stories. It was the wrong move to go down this road. 
I said it at the very beginning. You said it at the very beginning. I said it for very practical political reasons like, hey, everybody hates the NCAA and this is their job. Let them do their job. They'll be the bad cop that everybody hates. Well, you got to give Anthony and Chris and Clayton some downtime. They still got a big game on Saturday. Uh, Anthony, thank you so much for your time, okay? Of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I think he was taking in, you know, listening to a lawyer talk. I, you know, I know we played the hypothetical game. If you were a Big Ten lawyer uh, advising uh, Tony Petiti, uh, the Big Ten commissioner, what would you recommend? And you said, do something, do one game, and then you, you did something. And uh, then have a blue ribbon committee to look into the whole topic. Uh, yes, that's what I do. Because you're Michigan. It's Penn State, though, and I'll tell you why. I think they'll still go with the, the, the request for the injunction. Let Harbaugh coach Penn State, and they may turn around and just get the injunction for the hearing, come back, fight it. If they win, they win. If not, they got a one game and he misses Maryland, right? Yeah, or maybe you dismiss the case. I don't know. I mean, really, are you going to – are you going to go to the mattresses over a one-game suspension if it's not Ohio State? I, I, well, I would Penn say no. State. Penn State's pretty big. It's 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 the second biggest game on their schedule this They're year. They're going to beat Penn State. Handily. And I could see them just as if Petiti walks it down to a suspension. Michigan putting up their guard. I could see them filing the injunction just to send a message back to the Big Ten office. Probably, but here's the thing: Michigan's got to decide whether they're going to sue, and so. Does Jim Harbaugh now, now? Now Michigan may take a reasoned, big picture approach, but I don't think Jim Harbaugh is going to. I think he's going to sue. Period. You, you have slandered my name. You without uh, due process, without an investigation, without any facts. What's your reason? What's your evidence? I, I think the evidence, if there is evidence, David, is the biggest key. What does the Big Ten have? That would warrant suspending Jim Harbaugh. We don't know. That but warranted sending the punishment is forthcoming. You have 48 hours to respond. Well, you know, and maybe it's the contents of the private investigator's report that God knows who hired. Hey, there's no evidence that Ryan, De- Ryan Day's brother uh, is involved. But no, no, but the other evidence is. now is Ryan Day and uh, Shiano. And Shiano's ticked off today that he has to talk about this, but he had no problem talking to the commissioner uh, with Harbaugh not pressed. Well, he had no problem Kind of alluding to it at the halftime of a game, too, of a broadcast. Uh, and Michigan's Ryan, up to something. Ryan Day, he, he he's really clean on everything he does. Well, he huge, is. huge. I wanted to bring this up. You know, Ohio State has a history of this. They have an institutional history of turning in other schools. They did it to Michigan State. As any Michigan State fan, you know, hardcore Michigan State fan will remember, uh, uh, Ohio State, Michigan State beat. Woody Hayes, one of his greatest teams in 1974 as the clock expired and Woody was beside himself and he was certain that Michigan State was cheating. Did he punch anybody? uh, Well, not that time. Uh, Although I think he threw Wayne Duke, the Big Ten commissioner, up against a wall in the locker room of Spartan Stadium. That's well documented. But then he turned in Michigan State, uh, gathered evidence of recruiting violations, and then that's when Michigan State was on uh, NCAA probation in the mid-70s. That's, and their 78 team couldn't go to the Rose Bowl because that, of it, even though they won the so, Big Ten. That is so unlike Ohio State <laughs> turning others. That is like, oh, there's such a squeaky clean athletic department. They are with no history of that. There's a lot of sarcasm. In Just thought I'd point out that history that, you know, they, they turn in people. David Gregory, uh, he'll hang out with us one final segment. We'll hear from John Borden, senior insider for the Wolverine.com. Also before uh, we're done uh, 
Sean Bride is the chief of police for Roosevelt Park uh, inside the city of Muskegon. Uh, we'll talk about his commitment to law enforcement serving and protecting True and Blue, presented by the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. And Sean will join us coming up here in just about 25 minutes. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top flight! It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. The University of Michigan improved to 9-0 last weekend under the lights as they knocked off the Purdue Boilermakers 41-13. Now the Wolverines got off to a hot start, leading 17-0 after the first quarter, scoring on their first three possessions. And although the outcome of that game isn't the topic of conversation regarding the Maze and Blue, it continues to revolve around the ever-changing, sign-stealing scandal that has taken the college football world by storm. What happens next with that, or with the Big Ten, or with the NCAA, no one really knows. What we do know, however, is it's taking away from the game out on the field and taking away from the players and the success that they are having as well. We also know the Wolverines will be on the road this Saturday in Happy Valley against the 8-1 Penn State Nittany Lions at noon on Fox. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Book your stay this fall in luxurious first class room and receive $50 premium play, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All I have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan Wednesday broadcast presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. MHSAA.tv on demand and live high school football playoff games this Friday and Saturday at MHSAA.tv. David Gregory, he's a lawyer, also NFL PA certified sports agent with Bull Rush Sports. He joins us in studio when we get legal questions that are connected to the sports world. Uh, good stuff today, David. I know I got to grab John Borton from the Wolverine.com, but just wanted 
uh, on air uh, to say thank you. Really, really good feedback on your work uh, on air, and uh, keep it up, man. Well, it's uh, it's a uh, it's an exciting time to be alive <laughs> if you're involved in sports law. There you uh, go. And uh, you know, it's always fun to give my huge legal opinion. Your you. huge legal. Oh, that's that's pretty good, David. <laughs> uh, we'll talk soon, man. Okay, uh, David Gregory, Bull Rush Sports. Uh, follow them on. Uh, Twitter also, uh, David in his focus, he got Jake Witt uh, drafted out of Northern Michigan University with the Colts. He focuses on Michigan athletes, coaches, NIL deals, and more. Just follow Bull Rush Sports on Twitter. Let's go to John Borden, senior columnist, insider at TheWolverine.com. His opinion awaits us in regards to where we're at right now. Is this the eve of H day? How you doing, Johnny B.? Doing great, Bill. Obviously, we're in a situation where Michigan has now submitted its answer to the Big Ten. And uh, I've seen a lot of suggestions for what that should have been. Um, Most of them could uh, not go on your air. Uh, But I will say this. uh, I I see a Michigan... um, the troops are, are mighty unified at this point. And that's, I'm talking about Michigan's Board of Regents. I'm talking about uh, Santa Ono, the president of the university. I'm talking about Ward Manuel. Uh, I'm ta- I, I, Jim Harbaugh is feeling extremely well supported at this point. And I think they're ready to stand together if uh, Tony Petiti, commissioner of the Big Ten, jumps the gun. Uh, on what many consider due process, and says, uh, "No, you're gonna you're gonna have to sit down, Jim." What do you think will happen here? Before I let you go, John, I want to get your quick thoughts on this. Uh, whether it's 24 hours from now, 48 hours from now, do you think Harbaugh will be coaching on Saturday at Penn State? I think he will, and that will come either well, one or two reasons. Petiti, hearing from a lot of different people that uh, maybe he got over his skis too much and he should back down um, and not issue the, uh, the suspension or Michigan gets the suspension uh, for Harbaugh, gets the injunction, and Jim Harbaugh is back on the sidelines Saturday and this will be pushed back months. Johnny, everybody can follow it at TheWolverine.com. John Borden, Clayton Safey, Chris Ballas, Anthony Broom. Total team coverage around the clock at TheWolverine.com. We may check in with you if Harbaugh is suspended or if he's allowed to coach uh, tomorrow or Friday. Johnny B., all right? Sounds good. Thanks, Bill. All right, John Borden uh, joining us. Uh, What will happen? Is tomorrow H-Day? Is Friday H-Day? Will that become a legal holiday in this state? State legislators have sent a letter to the Big Ten. Michigan is ready to declare war on Illinois. It will be internal strife. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now, if you're a Pistons or NBA fan, uh, DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And this is for new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up. Those new customers then can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down 5 bucks on the Pistons or any NBA game. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. Uh, you'll get a W with 
$100 instantly in bonus bets. So basketball is more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And like I mentioned, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5 on the Pistons or any NBA game. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you're a new customer and you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Always use that code HUGE uh, when you sign up. Superfly has asked me each and every day the last two weeks, what are we going to do tomorrow on the show? And I said, we're standing by. We don't know. Will it be H day? Will Friday be H day? Will Thursday and Friday be two H days? Will Saturday be H day in Happy Valley? Not for Happy Valley, but for Harbaugh. Will he be coaching the team? Will he be suspended? Could it be one game, two games? Could it be that indefinite suspension that we have heard through those national college football insiders and their sources that usually reside straight from Chicago in the Big Ten office or over in Happy Land in Columbus, Ohio? What will happen? You can drop your opinions on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE, at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. What will be the end result? Mm. It's our Honolulu Blue, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Huge question of the day. Judgment Day. Jim Hardball. H Day. I'm not trying to overhype this. Judgment Day. H day. Trying to figure out like a theme for tomorrow's show. I'm going to call Superfly later tonight. Tomorrow is Judgment Day. H day. If you miss any of our conversation or David Gregory's legal viewpoint on the Big Ten in Michigan, his thoughts, all you have to do is search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. All of our podcasts are free. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. You can catch up and listen on your schedule by searching The Huge Show. Up next, we're going to talk to Sean Bride. He is the chief of police for Roosevelt Park in the Muskegon area. Another edition of True and Blue presented by the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. Each and every week, The Huge Show is honored to highlight brave men and women who serve and protect each and every day. And Sean Bride, Chief of Police for Roosevelt Park in the Muskegon area, will join us next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. If you wait long enough, the pendulum swings in the other direction. All across Michigan, police academies are filling up. In fact, new sections are being added to accommodate the brave men and women making the decision to protect and serve. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police commends and welcomes these selfless, community-minded officers joining our ranks. We know we have more work to do, and with your help, 
the pendulum will swing in favor for all of Michigan. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's a Black Friday free fall every week in November. Each week, nab the best deal around with drawings from 3 to 11 p.m. Every hour, four lucky players will win up to $1,000 premium play. Don't miss a moment of the excitement. It's Black Friday free fall. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. It's time for another edition of True and Blue each and every week on The Huge Show. Courtesy of the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police, we talk to incredible men and women who serve, protect, and lead each and every day in our state. And today I want to welcome in Sean Bride, Chief of the Roosevelt Park Police Department on the west side of the state. And he is standing by in True and Blue. How you doing, Chief? I'm great, Bill. Thanks for having me. Uh, how many years in law enforcement? Well, I'm in 33 right now. Um, started off as a cadet up in Petoskey and then uh, took my first real police job with uh, City of Muskegon in 95 and Spent 27 years there before coming over to Roosevelt Park. Why did you choose uh, to serve and protect, and uh, what has kept you uh, on the streets and uh, leading others for the last 33 years? Uh, Bill, I got to tell you, I'm uh, I'm the oldest of five. Um, my folks got divorced when I was 10, and uh, I really embraced that big brother role um, and kind of had that as a mentality my whole life. Um I was a college athlete, played football at Saginaw Valley, and, uh, you know, prided myself on being a leader. I really looked for a way, you know, to continue to to lead and and be part of a team atmosphere. And, uh, you know, the the camaraderie that law enforcement brings between team members in the department, uh, inner department, and, of course, with the community, 
um, you know, and the ability to give back and, and help folks that are in need solve problems and, and just kind of be able to live that uh, non-scripted lifestyle dynamic. Every day, every shift is different. Um, I think that's the piece that, that really uh, brought me in and honed me into wanting to be in law enforcement. You know, and talking about your background in law enforcement and where you grew up, Chicago, Toledo, Philadelphia, Houston, Traverse City, and Petoskey. You went to high school uh, up in the Traverse City and Petoskey area, northern Michigan. Uh, you really soaked in a lot uh, in those younger years that I think probably have really helped you in law enforcement. Yeah, you know, I, I grew up, my dad was in hotel and restaurant hospitality, and and we we popped around, and, and uh, you know, my siblings and I, every couple of years we were making new friends, so it became easy to talk to people, um, you know, seeing different places, seeing how folks were the same, but yet, you know, different at the same time. Um, and we got, you know, we were exposed to some of the coolest stuff. Um, one of my dad's hotels in Houston was attached to the summit. We'd see rockets, um, saw Gordy Howe when he played with the Houston arrows. Um, you know, just a fun piece of moving around, seeing different things. And then of course, then being able to grow up in a place like Traverse city, Petoskey, um, very small town, family oriented, um, just real grounded. And, and that's honestly why my wife and I decided not to, uh, to go into federal law enforcement, um, but stay local. Um, because man, quite honestly, I had my fill of moving around. I was ready to settle down and, and West Michigan's just, just the greatest place to raise a family. Sean Bride is the chief of the Roosevelt Park Police Department. Roosevelt Park is an interesting community right in the middle of Muskegon on Michigan's uh, West Coast. Uh, what's your biggest challenge as chief of police uh, in Roosevelt Park right now? Uh, honestly, Bill, up until about three or four weeks ago, um, police officer recruitment. Um, it's tough around the country right now, um, getting young kids and folks to come in and, and you know dedicate a life to service and, and serving their community and helping their fellow man. Um, I got real lucky. I had uh, an absolutely phenomenal part-timer. Um, who uh, who made the leap to come over and, and join us up full time? Um, but I, I talked to my uh, my fellow chiefs and friends that are out there, you know, really busting it hard every day, looking for that next great officer. Um, and they're out there; they're still coming. Um, but it's it's a process. It's it's real hard. Um, and, and we've been lucky in Roosevelt Park. We're a real tight knit community. Um, one square mile, 4,000 great citizens. Um, you know, it's it's a big change from where I came from. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Sean Bride is Chief of Police, Roosevelt Park Police Department. They're right in the middle of Muskegon joining us on another edition of True and Blue, presented each and every week on the HUGE show by the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police and talking with other chiefs. Uh, how has recruitment, you mentioned up until three or four weeks ago, uh, the biggest need was recruitment. You mentioned an officer who moved up from the part-time ranks uh, statewide in Michigan. Uh, is it on the uptick in terms of men and women stepping up, willing to protect and serve? Yeah, we've always had, you know, great youngsters coming in. Um, you know, there, there's been historically, you know, we've had, 
we've had better years and, and, and better times where law enforcement was seen in, in a better light. Um, you know, but I, I think we're, we're, we're starting to turn a corner. Um, we got some amazing people on our side, like yourself, like Superfly, but guys like Tim Wheeler, um, helping us with the PR end of things with the MACP, just getting the word out. This is an honorable profession. This is a profession where, where you can really make a difference. Um, communities are, I think they're really starting to understand as you look at the things that have happened on, on the West Coast and some of the bigger cities where law enforcement's been cut back, defunded, or beaten up a little bit. Um, Michigan's a great place to live. Michigan's a great place to raise a family, and it's certainly a great place to be a police officer. And, uh, you know, through the efforts of, you know, folks like yourself and, and Tim Wheeler and, and getting that message out, um, I think we're starting to, we're just at the beginning of starting to see that comeback where, you know, law enforcement is, uh, you know, is going to be a choice for our youngsters coming out of school. Sean Bride, Chief of the Roosevelt Park Police Department, joining us on the huge show. True and Blue, each and every week with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. And Sean just mentioned, if you have interest in a career in law enforcement and there's a lot of opportunities beyond just being a police officer, stop by your local police department, Google your local police department or county sheriffs or even Michigan.gov for state police. And uh, if you feel that calling, uh, protect and serve. Uh, Over 4,000 openings when this year began. I know the numbers are going down, but still a lot of opportunities for anybody listening right now to serve and protect all across Michigan. Sean, thank you for uh, the conversation. Are the people in Roosevelt Park so excited on game days when it comes to the Lions? Uh, Do you have to settle everybody down and say, don't stop believing, but maintain the peace? We're good. Yeah, it's uh, with a guy like Danny Campbell over there, you know, just you know, we're biting kneecaps and we're scrapping and, you know, we're Muskegon's a blue collar town and, you know, our Lions are a blue collar team. And, you know, my buddy up in North Muskegon, Ed Viveret, uh, you know, we're going to see it before, before you and I uh, gracefully step out of this life, we're going to see our Lions in the Super Bowl. Well, Whether you better tell the people, back. you better tell the people of Roosevelt Park that Chief Ed Viveret in North Muskegon, if they turn in the Packers or Bears fans, uh, you don't want to get Chief Ed upset in North Muskegon. No, no, he's uh, he's about as Honolulu blue as a man. Oh can my get. lord, that guy! <laughs> he was on the show, and I'm like, okay, decaf coffee, no caffeine, and any beverage. Uh, get your get your eight hours sleep. He's like, Bill, we're going to Super Bowl. I know we're going to Super Bowl. I'm like, all right, Chief Ed. And there's something about that Muskegon area. I just really love the people. I remember. Back in the day, uh, you know, I'm going back to, wow, would it be uh, late 80s? Uh, Roosevelt Park, I was familiar with that place. On Broadway, uh, Maxis were nightclubs that I actually DJed in right there. Yeah. Oh, you're dating yourself, but oh, yeah, back, it was, uh, it's, it's a fun, it's a happening town. It's, yeah. it's a revitalized area. It's, uh, you know, folks, folks that are listening and haven't visited. Come on down. We'll treat them right. Yeah, I love them, Skeegan. I, I do. Uh, the mentality, the blue-collar, family-first uh, lifestyle, and also law enforcement from Northern Shores, uh, Muskegon, Muskegon Heights, uh, Chief Ed, North Muskegon, yourself, Roosevelt Park, uh, truly members of their local communities. And Sean Bride is a chief of the Roosevelt Park Police Department. 
Uh, my man, thank you for the conversation and stay safe. Huge thank you. And, uh, hey, keep fighting the fight, brother. We need you in our corner. I'll always be in your corner, in the corner of every man and woman in law enforcement and the military. It's how I've rolled for over 32 years. Keep it up. All right. You guys are great. Yeah, so, so are you, man. Good interview with Sean Bride, chief of the Roosevelt Park Police Department. Again, if you have interest in becoming a police officer or a career connected to law enforcement, stop by your local police department. You can fill out an application. Google your local police department, your county sheriff's, michigan.gov uh, for state police. And thanks so much to Sean Bride and the great men and women inside the Roosevelt Park Police Department, they're right in the heart of Muskegon on our state's west coast. And True and Blue each and every week is presented by the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police on the huge radio network in conjunction with Marty Boer in the Michigan Sports Network. Big. Bad. Huge.